Shavuatov, we are in the Mishnah Yomi in Eruvin, Chapter 8, Mishnah 11, continuing our discussion of wastewater management on Shabbat and drainage and cesspools and the like. So Mishnah 11, Yudalov continues, Vechen, and also Shtei Diotaot, two upper stories. So the Diota is like a level. Zo one opposite another. And what you need to know is there's a Chatzar in the middle. So they have a shared courtyard in the middle, between two apartment buildings, and we're talking about the upper levels. So can they dump their wastewater out the window or maybe on the roof so it'll flow down into the courtyard? So Miksotan Asu Uka. So one side made the Uka. Remember the Uka Uk, the cesspool for the wastewater. Miksotan Asu Uka. And the other side of the Chatzar didn't make. Etcha Asu Uka, those who dug their Uka, their, their cesspool before Shabbos, Mutarin, their mutter to throw their wastewater out the window or pour it out in a way that it's going to run down into their cesspool on Shabbos. Et uka asurin. But those who didn't do it, they didn't prepare the cesspool, they're not allowed to throw their wastewater out because there's a gazera, they might come to carry it out into the chatzar. Now we're talking about a case where they didn't actually set up an Erev chatzeris. So the partner points out, since there's no Erev chatzeris here, if you allow them to sort of throw their water out the window, they're going to come to carry it to the cesspool on the other side of the chatzar that the other guys dug, and we don't want them again carrying their stuff out of the house into the courtyard on Shabbos without an Erev. Mazel tov, let's go on to chapter 9. Kol gagotair, all the roofs in a city, reshut achat, are really one domain with respect to Shabbos. Bivod shelo gag, as long as one roof is not gavoha asara onamuch asara, is not ten tefachim higher or lower than the next door gag. Divrei Rabbi Meir. This is all according to Rabbi Meir. So what's going on here is the rooftops used to be flat. They were typically flat. And they were used for, you know, drying laundry and produce, but they weren't really used residentially as much as the chatzar was. So since, yeah, we understand that the buildings underneath, the apartments underneath, have different owners and are def- definitely different Rishuyo to Yachid, but the roofs on top, as long as they're not too high or too low, it's easy access from one to another. According to Mayor, they're all one big Rishus, because there's not really, you understand, they have property rights, the owners have property rights on the roof, but they're not always up there exercising their rights. So it's kind of one big happy family Rishus here. So according to Rabbi Meir, even without an Eruv in between these buildings or these roofs, you could carry items that are up on one roof to the roof next door and even to all of the roofs in the city. The Chachamim now the mission continues, this other sages say, Kol echad ve'echad reshut atzmo. Each and every roof is its own individual reshut. We understand that the house or the apartment underneath is its own Rashut Yachid with its own owner. So sages say so too from the roof. So you can't carry an item that started Shabbos on one roof to another roof unless there was an Eruv in between the two houses under those two roofs. Now the mission continues with Rabbi Shimon Omen. Rabbi Shimon has a, a really amazing opinion. Echad Gago, it's not, it's not only the roofs, but Echad Chatzerot, and it's also the Chatzerot, the courtyards, Echad Karpefot, and also the Karpaf, or Karpafs, Talked about these earlier. These are enclosed spaces that are not used residentially, used for storage or whatnot. He says all of these things, Rashut Achat, they are one domain for what? Lekalim Sheshavtu Latochan, 
for items that started Shabbos in that area. So it comes out, if you had a bowl up on the roof, you know, it's not muksa, it's a bowl, it's a kli, you can use it on Shabbos, that according to Bishimah, you'd be allowed to take that bowl that's on the roof and take it next door to the karpef and then next door to the chatzar, because all of these spaces, you know, they're sort of used by more than one person, used by more than one family. They don't have exclusive property rights. So even without an Eruv, one would be allowed, according to Rabbi Shimon, to move things that started Shabbos in these quasi-public locations in between these quasi-public locations. Now, again, as long as you didn't take it out to a Mamish, to a Rishusa Rabim, to the public street, or inside to Mamish, a Rishusa Yachid, to a, a individual domain. And the Mishnah wraps up, But this leniency does not apply to Kalim that were started Shabbos inside the Baiti. According to Rabbi Shimon, if the bowl was inside the house, you can't take it out to the Chatzar. Now, if you have an Eruv, if all of the houses in that Chatzar made an Eruv, then yes, you can take that bowl out to the Chatzar, but only that Chatzar. And we also learn Tzion Mechatzer Zoyu Lechatzer Acheret. The Bartner quotes the Gemara. So, if there's no eruv, so so there's a, if there's an eruv uh, in Chatzer A, so the houses in Chatzer A can take their kalim from the house to the Chatzer and back and forth and vice versa. But if there's no eruv between Chatzer A and Chatzer B next door, then you can't take the kalim from the house in Chatzer A to the Chatzer and then to Chatzer B. There's no Erev in between them. So it's interesting because according to Rabbi Shimon, you kind of have to keep track of which Kalim started Shabbos in the Chatzar and which Kalim started Shabbos inside the house. Shua Tov and be well.